Jono, Ben and Sharon. It is the edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon. Thanks for tuning in on a Wednesday afternoon. Today we want to test, can your car horn run, run out of honk? Yeah, we had a debate in this. We were driving along, weren't we? We were wondering if you just held a car horn down for an extended period of time, whether it would run out of, as Ben eloquently put it, honk. <laughs> run out we're of We're going to try and out-honk a horn <laughs> today on the show. Uh, also today we update you on our ongoing battle with... Um, Veteran broadcaster Mike Hosking. Yeah. Slandering us yeah. on nationwide airwaves. We're taking it a step further. We're making a complaint with the Broadcasting Standards Authority and we need demands. You need to help us with coming up for those demands. Because he's heard us, not only us, but you listening. Yeah. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Last night, I uh, had homemade burgers. Yeah. Homemade burgers, because you won't eat the. You wouldn't go to a takeaway shop. Oh, would you? you know, I would. No, you don't. Yeah. The, the higher you talk, the less I believe you. Oh, you know, but it's it's nice now and again to make um, your own burgers. He's the type of guy who'll go to McDonald's and get the bloody veggie burger. <laughs> <laughs> I get the salad. <laughs> Who's going to McDonald's for a salad? <laughs> hey? Well, you can. It's an option. I mean, you can. It felt like Ronald was just. He felt obligated. <laughs> so anyway, he was reading the he was reading the temperature and the climate, the social temperature and climate. He's like, oh jeez, time to biff a bloody salad on the menu. <laughs> so uh, last night though, we uh, we made homemade burgers mid dinner. Uh, my two little girls go outside mm-hmm. in the garden. I'm like, it's it's odd mid meal to be outside with the burgers. Oh, they didn't say anything. Just no. walked out. Oh, outside. Um, but what they were doing was they were, they were taking the sesame seeds off the buns, mm. planting them in the garden in the hope that hamburgers would grow. <laughs> I mean, that is optimistic, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Very gotta, optimistic. Got to love the optimism of the kids. Uh, planting a sesame seed, a sesame plant's going to grow. Is that an actual plant? Oh, I'm not here to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> you listening, you have a goog. You tell us. Um, I remember when I was a kid that... Um, me and my friend Ben Craig. Mm-hmm. I've got a long. Oh, you had another Ben. Yeah, you? a lot of a long, rich history of <laughs> Ben-based friendships. All right. Uh, he lived. Thought in, I was the only one. Oh, well, listen, this was when I was seven. Okay. I didn't even know you then. Well, okay. <laughs> how are you getting offended? <laughs> it's like when you talk to your partner about all your exes. And for some reason, they're getting offended by it. But you're like, I didn't know you. Yeah, I didn't know you then. No, okay, I've, got a, I've got a history. <laughs> I was available to hang out that day. Okay. <laughs> I've got a rich Ben history. All right. So uh, he lived about seven k's away, and we were um, we thought, oh, maybe we can dig a tunnel from my house to his house. Oh. Turns out you couldn't. <laughs> How deep had you gone? Well, but we gave it a good two and a half hours of excavating. I. It's funny the things you do believe. Often because other kids tell you when you're a kid. Mm. Like one kid told me that um, if you um, you went out of the bath when you let the plug out, you'd get sucked down the plug hole. That freaked me out. Well, the plug holes are terrifying <laughs> anyway, isn't it? I'm still I'm still petrified of the plug hole noise. <laughs> I know. So I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If ever it's someone in your life, mum had taken the plug out where you're still... Whoa. <laughs> Didn't we know somebody got their testicles caught in the pug hole? Oh, jeez. Getting sucked down? <laughs> I think we did. Oh, God, that's imagine, horrific. I mean, that's horrific. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you think the plug hole noise is bad, imagine having that happen to you. Uh, that's all right out there, though. I went under the edge. Uh, what did you believe when you were a kid? Because there's, there's got to be something that you believe that, you know, they later found out to be not true. Or maybe you be- continued to believe it until you're an adult. I mean, Sharon, who's away on maternity leave, she uh, believed Forrest Gump. Based on a true story. Yeah. The movie Forrest Gump. Until just recently. Until like literally about 10 weeks ago. Ben, what did I believe in a kid? I believed what uh, I was going to grow up to be a lot better than I am today. <laughs> yeah, dream, <laughs> dreams and aspirations. And now oh, look, Christ. At you. look at me now. Oh, God. Sitting here in a holy singlet. <laughs> yeah. Looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Imagine being the guy that has to look at you doing. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome, Bonnie. It's good to have you on. What do you believe as a kid? Oh, um, my mum used to always want me to um, keep my room clean. So she told me. 
um, if I left anything on the floor, the floor would suck it up and throw it away. And so one day I went crying to her thinking that my cat was going to get sucked up. Oh, a sucking floor. <laughs> it does, yeah, like, to keep my room clean. Yeah, I mean, that, that's terrifying too, but that stuff stays with you. I can remember my uncle told me he had a lion in his garden shed. <laughs> you don't question things when you're that age. Yeah, you just take everything at face no. value, don't you? No. Turns out it wasn't a lion. He'd kidnapped someone. But <laughs> no, he, he hadn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was a missing person that no. for many years. Why do you make up this stuff? <laughs> All right, thank you for your call, Body. Appreciate it. No on the, on the text machine, uh, I used to believe that shutting my eyes and hide and seek, uh, no one else would see me. That's a that's a that's a good play when you're a kid. Eh? I, I played hide and seek with my uh, nephew recently. Shocking hide and seek kids, <laughs> aren't they? I like when you go, are you ready? And they're like, yeah. And that gives you an easy clue for what what part of the house yeah. they are. And then, but sometimes as an adult, the novelty of hide and seek, it wears <laughs> off within 60 to 90 seconds. Someone should tell the kids they're shocking at hide and seek. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get better hiding paces. Reed, welcome. Hey, guys. Good. Well, uh, didn't ask us how we were. Told you, <laughs> told you anyway. Uh, Reed, what did you believe when you were a child, bud? Um, so my mum used to tell me that whenever I lied, like a light would come up on my forehead, like turn on. Oh, that and you so had like, a, li- a lying light on your forehead? Yeah. And so what I did once, I went into like the bathroom and I just started bullshitting, waiting for the light to turn on. And then she's like, oh, only parents could see it. Oh, that's a good it's play. It's a really good play, isn't it? Play. It's like Geppetto. Yeah. <laughs> it's <a> Geppetto, <laughs> Pinocchio. Pinoc- I've only believed it until I was 15. <laughs> oh, did you? Wow. That is... Yeah. Six or seven years, way longer than you should have believed that, Reed. <laughs> you got played. Thank you very much. Hannah's with us on 0800 The Edge. What did you believe when you were a kid, Hannah? Um, I thought that mock cream and mock fur actually came from a mock. <laughs> you thought it, yeah. an animal was, was, an animal. A, was an animal called the mock? Totally. It's one of those things that my dad told me when I was like four and I remembered. And actually, oh, not, not too long ago did I not realise that. Years ago, oh, geez. a little bit too long. I'll be the first to admit it. Thank you very much, Hannah. That's really good. Call cool. on oh. the text machine. You can tell that's text because it was a text sound effect. Yeah, ben. Um, I, I believed uh, chocolate milk came from brown cows. That's a popular one, isn't yeah. it? That is pop- yeah, you know, again, you, you, why would you question it? If someone's telling you that when you're of the age, you're like, well, why would this person lie to me? Why would they make <laughs> this up? I trust in you and <laughs> you've lied to me. And another one just to finish off. I believed, uh, another text, thank you, Jono. Uh, I believed if you swallowed a watermelon seed, a watermelon would grow in my stomach. Scary proposition. That sounds like a that sounds like a text that a fat man sent him, doesn't it? <laughs> Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge. Now we've been talking about this lots over the last week about uh, Ty, who we met over summer, mm. who's a road worker and he wants to get a tattoo of the two of us. We wanted to, and he's done it. Yeah, yesterday it happened. Went to the uh, Queen Street Tattoo Parlour, and uh, Alvaro, the artist, uh, tattooed a portrait of us onto Ty. Now we haven't seen it, Ben. Dan, our producer is keeping it hidden from us, which is leaving me a little anxious as to what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, after 5 o'clock today, yeah. uh, Ty's going to come into the studio and we're going to see for ourselves, for the first time, the tattoo. But Producer Dan... Actually, been... Producer Dan, come in here, Producer Dan. Every time we ask you about this tattoo, uh, we say, you know, have you seen the tattoo? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we say, what is it like? And you're like, oh, yeah, you'll see. Yeah. But, which is not leaving much faith. Look, it's... um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you've you've got a photo which you haven't shown us mm. of the tattoo, but you've been taking it around the edge staff for their reactions. Yeah. 
So this is the initial reaction uh, to the portrait tattoo of us. Man, Jono even looks uglier in tattoo form than he does in real life. <laughs> but it's a pretty good likeness. Like, it actually looks like Jono and Ben. Wow. Why is Jono's forehead so wrinkly? <laughs> it's really wrinkly. Uh, <clears throat> I'll stop you there. Why is my forehead so wrinkly? Because I'm beat down and weathered <laughs> from the soulless industry. It sapped the life out of me over a number of years. That's why. Okay. Okay, there's so many wrinkles on the forehead, okay? All right. All right. Yeah. Do I have a wrinkly forehead? <laughs> okay, we'll go on with the reactions. It's good detail. I mean, I'm, I'm stoked because everybody says I've got stupid tattoos, but that takes the cake. They're not even that popular now. What makes them think that a permanent tattoo is going to make them more popular? John looks like a bit of a ball bag in that tattoo, but he's just a ball bag in real life as well. <laughs> wow. Who's that? It was Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Sarah, does it, but we don't even... Com- a lot of people think you look like a woman. Okay, that's, that's a yearly... And you know what? That's like a yearly quote for of, of saying that word on the radio. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, so uh, we're going to be we're gonna be uh, seeing Ty for the first time after 5 o'clock. After listening to those reactions, I think a joke's been played on us. Has he actually got I the think tattoo? He likes it, but I do, what are we going to see? I'm nervous yeah. about what we're going to see after 5 o'clock. Is it a portrait? Have you done something without our knowledge? Uh, yeah. Um, I think something, something's going to happen okay. after five o'clock. I'm not looking forward to it, but we'll, we'll talk to Ty at, uh, you know, just after the news at five. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Uh, last night there was a story I read on stuff.co.nz and after reading it, we wanted to try and do something on radio to help the guy out. Uh, it's about a young 18-year-old lad from Wadarapa who has size 20 feet uh, but can't find rugby boots to fit him. His name is Rico Van Beek, and he joins us on the radio now. How's it going, Rico? Hey. <laughs> good to have you on, buddy. Uh, it's good to be on. Cheers. So, so what So, how, what caused your feet to grow so big? Um, I had a cancer called craniofaragenoma. When the whole treatment process started, they had to cut out a little gland, which unfortunately made me stop growing. So they started giving me growth hormone and artificial hormones, which I have to take every day now, unfortunately. I've continued to grow. I'm about... What six foot three? Yeah, size twenty forty foot. So you're after size. You're after size twenty rugby boots, so you can play uh, rugby this year. Um, Last year you had size nineteen um, boots, and you were they were donated to you by a former Wallaby player. Yeah, correct. Okay, hey, so we've done, we've done some research into this. Do you know that? Okay, have a guess how big the biggest feet in the world are. What size? I'd say was size twenty two. No, Rico. 33. 33? Jeez, you've shot the mark there. <laughs> well, have you seen, seen Ronald McDonald? <laughs> Taking aside Ronald McDonald's feet. Yeah. Size 26, <laughs> Venezuelan guy. Oh, really? Size 26 feet. Oh, wow. Biggest feet in the world. But, I mean, you're size 20. You're not far off that. Uh, Stephen Adams is only size 19. Yeah, size 18, 19. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, well, he was size 22. Uh, professional oh, wow. basketballer. So um, so the good news is that you, um, you're over the cancer now? Yep. That's good. And you want, you want to play rugby. Well, um... I tell you what, we want to try and get you these size 20 boots, okay, Rico? Yep. You don't sound like you have much faith in us. <laughs> no, I don't have much faith in us, but we'd like to try. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely be cool, yeah. We're going to throw this out there on the radio. Mm. 0800 The Edge, um, get in touch with us, 3343 on the text, if there's any way you can help. Um, also, um, we'll, do, we'll do a little bit of work behind the scenes. But you know the scenes you're looking at now? <laughs> yeah. We'll be behind them, <laughs> okay? And we will be working. You live in Paiatua? How's that, how's that these days? Oh, hot. Do you know Ben's from uh, from the region? 
Oh, cool. That was from Masterton. So you had to, you had to drive through Paia to her on the way, on, you know, on your way through to Palmy. It's good local chat. A little, 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 little local, local knowledge local there. Local banter. That's what you tune in for. The rich, the rich local knowledge that we provide. And the deep conversation about that local knowledge. All right, my friend. Well, we'll see if we we'll see if we can do something. Uh, yeah, um, I'd I would love to be able to help you out, and hopefully through the power of radio, we can do something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. There you go. Good deed for the year. Oh, no, not yet. <laughs> oh, is that, does that not count no, as a good no, deed? we're going to try and see if we oh. can make this happen. Even just by saying we're trying, is that, does that chalk no. up as a good deed? No. I just want to know. <laughs> we're not. No, we actually try. Anyway, it, I was actually reading, though, there was a guy in Wales who was doing research about where you can get size 20 boots. Very mm. hard to come by. Mm. Uh, a guy in Wales. Very specific internet search history that Ben's, <laughs> Ben's got now. Yeah, I have, actually. Uh, but a guy in Wales had size 21 Wow. Feet. And he had to get some special custom-made boots made for him. So he got too big for his boots, <laughs> did he? Well, he didn't have boots big enough. So that managed, they managed to do that in Wales? So yeah. hopefully we can do something here. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Mike Hosking, uh, he's, he's defamed us. Yeah, uh, the... Um, th- you keep calling him New Zealand's premier broadcaster, one of the most prestigious broadcasters we have. Well, he's the top dog, you yeah, know. he's the big dog. And uh, he's had a go at us. The little puppies, isn't he? Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> no. Uh, have a listen to uh, the history of what's happened over the last two or three days. We'll give you a brief history of Mike Hosking <laughs> berating us on his radio show on News Talk ZB. Here's the first one. Jono and Ben hijack me coming out of this building one day and film me for their tawdry little niche market television program. Okay. Tawdry niche. I don't. I only understand one of those words. <laughs> that was the first one. Then he said another dick. Those guys are dicks. Those guys are dicks. <laughs> this is getting into defamatory territory. Okay, I'll wait under the edge. How can we get Mike Hosking back? Hey, I reckon you guys should get a um, polypus stickers with your face. On it and just stick it a living hell out of his car. Ooh, out of his his prized Ferrari. He's got a flash yeah. car too. Uh, you guys should do some renovations to his house, but I don't think neither of you should drive the digger this time. <laughs> Jono's very good at renovations. We're going to lodge an official complaint for defamation with the Broadcasting Standards Authority. So I've looked into the complaints process, Ben. You need to make a complaint to the broadcaster's management. Hello. Hello, is that uh, Jason Wynn Stanley, News Talk ZB Management? Who's this? It's Jonathan and Benjamin here from the Edge Radio Station, Sano. It's come to our attention, Mike Hosking was talking about us on the radio. Those guys are dicks. Oh, yeah, I heard that. It's quite accurate, actually. Yeah, we felt defamation is, uh, is in order now. Do you know the definition of defamation, though? It's very is good. Is it damaging of a good reputation of you two? Listen, is you'll it... be hearing from our lawyers. <laughs> will we? You'll be hearing a letter coming. Hang up on him. He's gone. He's gone. Here we go. Tell you what's hard. I, I don't, I don't the mud slinging's begun, Ben. I don't think they've we got their different. They, no, they're not backing down. <laughs> You'll be hearing more. So we have to write a letter. We're writing a letter, but we feel the letter needs to come with demands. So either we want a, a formal on-air apology. Mm. That's one option. But the, otherwise, or do we want demands? Oh, 800 at the edge. Can you help us out with yeah. the demands that we want? Yeah, because this is you know these are demands that maybe could benefit you as well. You know, if if you were to demand anything off Mike Hosking, what would it be? Money. I'd like a ride in his car. He's got a flash car. I'd like him to buy me an ice cream. I'd like to go for a ride in his flash car to the ice cream shop. Okay. Okay. And then he buys us the ice cream. Can we eat the ice cream in his car? Probably not. No. Because it might drop in this car. And just a single scoop thing, so I can't handle anything more. It gets too melty. You know, a lot of admin trying to trying to manage a double scoop ice cream. So drive in his flash car to the ice cream shop for a single scoop ice cream. That's where we're starting, but I think we can do better. Simon. Hello. Your, Your demands. What are we making here? Uh, he has to lick Jono's toes. 
in between them. It's a rather sexual demand. <laughs> Mike Hosking licking my toes. I don't think you'd like that, but um, I guess that's the point. Let's put it as one of the options. I don't. Well, it's not a, it's an option. That can be option watch. A. Very ticklish. He's got the option of A, taking us uh, out for an ice cream in his Ferrari. Well, that's what I thought would be fun. Yeah. B, licking Jono's toes. <laughs> C, we can come up with some more options. Okay, Keep these right. going. Three, three, four, three on the text. Lose with us on 0800 The Edge. Uh, demands for Mike Hosking. Yeah, he's got lots of money, so I reckon you should ask him to get you guys a show pony. Oh, Sharon, who's away on maternity leave, would love that. She's always wanted a show pony. Oh, um, show ponies. <laughs> that's great, a show pony. Yeah. But again, like I've said to Sharon in the past. He'd have to keep it at his place. Yeah, and a lot of admin. There's yeah. feed. Yeah. You know, they do. They want to do stuff, ponies, don't they? Don't yeah. kind <laughs> of stuff. You guys could work it out. You okay. need a paddock. Yeah, yeah, well, he's going to have to buy us one of those as well. <laughs> okay. He's going to buy a harness, a saddle. Yeah. Everything, some feeds. The veterinary costs are oh, extraordinary. Yeah. Okay, but a show pony, we'll put okay. that in there. Keegan, welcome. Demands for Hosking. Uh, yeah, I reckon Chapo uh, in his Ferrari with a guest instructor teaching you how to drive fast. Oh, we get to drive his Ferrari around, yeah. a, ra- around a racetrack. Custom oh. hot laps, thrash it. Ooh, that is Get your real money's worth. Then he takes us out for ice cream. Yes. Then yeah. he licks my toes as we're driving home on the motorway. <laughs> there's, there's lots of suggestions coming through on the text machine. Uh, let you guys do some sweet bombs in his pool. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, That's fun. good. Uh, loan, you, loan you one of his mini polo shirts and boat shoes. Okay, so we, uh, we're going to draft this letter. We're going to send it to New Talks B Management overnight. We'll make him watch an entire episode of our TV show. You'd hate that one. Okay, these demands will be on there. Thank you very much for your suggestions. As we said, not the end of this. This is a crusade. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. It's the friendship test. A little game we like to play on the radio where we get a number of someone who's famous, who's not really our friend, mm. but we uh, we ring them up and ask them to do something you'd ask a friend to do. Yeah, so um, last time I did it and you made me call uh, actor Tammy Davis. Tammy Davis. Very funny guy. So I phoned Tammy and asked him to help me move. Hello. Hey, Tammy, mate. John o, how are you? Oh, good day, mate. How are you? Sorry, just uh, in a little bit of a rush. Hey, this weekend I'm moving. Yeah. And I uh, was wondering if you'd spare us a couple of hours to help give me a hand. What's, what's that? Would you be able to help give me give me a hand moving? <laughs> Sorry, you're breaking up. I'm just moving house and... Uh... Uh, yeah, um, Jono, can you hear me? Just... I can hear you. Yep, no, I can hear you. Huh? Uh, I was just wondering if you can help me move house. Who is this again? <laughs> <laughs> so he, he got out of that. I love he got a, He's awesome. Today, uh, Ben, yeah? we're going to put your friendship to the test. Right. With the project host, Josh Thompson. Okay. You know Josh Thompson from the project? Uh, no, I do know him from the project. Yep. <laughs> and, and nothing else. Uh, so you're going to call Josh. Okay. And uh, I think today you're going to... Uh, Every friend hates being asked, can you do the airport pick-up or drop-off? Oh, okay. Ask if he can pick you up from the airport. <laughs> oh, this is okay. going to be awkward. We're going to go through now. This is the friendship test. Hello. Uh, Josh. Hi. Hey, how's it going? It's Ben here, mate. It's who? It's Ben. Ben? Yeah, Ben. Hi. 
Uh, you know, Ben Boyce, uh, oh, John oh, and Ben. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that's all right, man. How's it, how's it going? I was like, this isn't Ben. You don't sound anything like Ben. No, it's Ben. It's Ben. The other Ben. Oh, the other so, Ben. No, yeah, it's there a, you go, man. Hey, all good. Hey, um, so real quickly, I'm just uh, about to jump on a flight uh, from Wellington to Auckland. I get in about an hour's time. Just wondering if, if it's all possible. Can you pick me up from the airport? Can I pick you up? Um, I'm in um, Los Angeles for the Oh, okay. So that's going to be a little bit difficult. No, is the answer. I'm really sorry. No, but sorry if, you're, if you're home, would you have picked me up from the airport? Um, uh, yeah, I could have done that, yeah. <laughs> could have or would have done that? There's quite a big difference. <sighs> if, I, if I had nothing on, uh, you know, uh, oh, I'll come pick up. <laughs> Josh, you're doing a lot of mumbling and fumbling. <laughs> It's, it's, What's that again? It's Jono and Ben. It's, we're doing the friendship test. When you ring someone that you're like, well, you're vague, you know them, but you're not quite in that category, and you put out a question and see if they'll come through for you. Okay. It's fair to say you're fumbling and mumbling. <laughs> it's said it all. Was the first part of the conversation where I didn't know who it was? Does that give it away? <laughs> Probably gives it away that we're not we're not that good of mates. <laughs> but maybe if you pick me up from the airport, we could hang out. We could we could do do more stuff. Sure. You know what I think's fair, Josh? You're all clearly in Los Angeles. I think Ben mm. should have a sh- a true show of what he thinks of you and pick you up from the airport when you return. Yeah, oh, I mean, I mean, I, I could do that. Yeah, I could, yeah, I could, could, could do that. Yeah, well, it, it's going to be seven o'clock on Sunday morning, by the way. So, oh, oh there you go. We're going to get there early as well, mate. Oh. Yeah, so I'll see you there. Good. Uh, no, sounds good. Yeah, I got the Foo Fighters Saturday night. Sorry about that, Josh, but um, yeah. Well, yeah, the concert will be finished by then. Okay. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge. This is Jono's wacky news department. Uh, you bringing something to the table? I have a soft spot for wacky news, Ben. Yeah. And so what's what's today? You've, you've read... Well, no, Sorry. it's not wacky news. It's something I saw on television. Well, it's kind of wacky news. You, you, do you oh, want to tell everyone about news. it? <laughs> I like how you've designated a department of wacky news. Yeah. As if we, uh, we've got our best troops working on the wacky news. Uh, well, it's the sort of thing that when I see an article like this, I'm You like, wouldn't talk about it. Old mate's going to want to talk about this on the radio. Oh, did you hear about this? Yeah, no. Oh, so, this wacky thing that's happened. So I was watching TV this morning, and there was an ad for a show that's going to be on tonight. Yeah. The woman who ate her house. So she is eating all the jib board. Why? <laughs> She's eating the jib board. That's not got to be good for you. It's not. There's no nutrition. How, how, how can you prove that jib, no jib board isn't good for you? No nutritional value in that. <laughs> jib board's in the food pyramid somewhere, no, I think, if you, no. if you look hard enough. No, it's not a food. Okay, so uh, this is the lady who... Um, they say she's eating herself out of house and home. <laughs> literally. <laughs> she's literally eating herself out of house and home. Is Have, she actually? Like, she's actually... She's eating the walls. She's breaking... <laughs> listen. Usually when I chew it, I chew it at the back of my mouth, like the, you know, the back teeth, so... But I haven't had any chips or I don't need any fillings or really? anything like that. Really? And remember, what goes in has to come out again. That's yeah. well, but you, are you doing? thinking yeah. about it all the time? And without sounding flippant, you know, we've got brick wall here, which yes. is exposed. So you're at home, you're taking off wallpaper, but here yes. they've got nice kind of bricks. Yeah. Does that make you feel like you want to get up now and have, scratch a bit of that and have a little taste? Um, yeah, I may dig a small hole to see what it tastes like. Different walls have different tastes. So she's eating walls. This can't be good for you. No, it can't be good for you, but I, I cannot wait to see the show tonight. This is going to be better than the man who ate a tree. 
didn't well, the happen, lady who lived like a dog. <laughs> Some of my other favourite documentaries. <laughs> the old woman who lived in the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you remember um, a little while ago we talked to a lady here in New Zealand who was pregnant and mm. had a craving uh, for, again, not recommended, uh, but she had a craving for dishwashing powder. Uh, mine was actually eating washing powder. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you eat washing powder? Yeah. I, I can't even... I don't know, honestly. my I just crave it so much. It's, like, uncontrollable at times. My partner has to, like, take me away from the washing powder aisle in the grocery store. He's like, oh, come on, babe, we'll go this way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Do you favour any... Like, are you a, a fan of Purcell, cold water surf? Um, it's surf. It's pink surf in particular. Yeah, well, it started as, oh, this smells nice, um, while I was doing the washing, and then it turned into, okay, well, my face is halfway down a box of washing powder, <laughs> and then it turned into, why is it in my mouth? And now I'm like, oh, my God, I love it. What's wrong with me? Are you spitting it out or are you eating it? I've gone from, like, spitting it out and stuff to, like, actually swallowing it, but it's, it sounds crazy when I say it out loud. Like, I think I'm nuts, honestly. There you go. The lady who eats washing powder. I just can't help but think every time uh, she passes wind, there's like little bubbles that come out. <laughs> John o, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. For the last week and a half, we've been talking about how we met Ty over the summer holidays, and uh, he wanted to get a portrait tattoo of the two of us. Yeah, so yesterday he spent eight, uh, eight hours at Queen Street Tattoo uh, with Alvaro, the artist, uh, getting the tattoo. We had some uh, reaction earlier in the show from uh, some of the staff here at the uh, radio station who saw a photo that producer Dan showed them. Man, Jono even looks uglier in tattoo form than he does in real life. <laughs> That's pretty good, eh? Wow. Why is Jono's forehead so wrinkly? It's really wrinkly. So a mixed bag there. <laughs> and now it's time for the big moment. Producer Dan, bring him in. Ty has come into the studio covered in a T-shirt. <laughs> Which you've not worn all week. But Which anyway, I haven't bought a T-shirt since I've been back at work. I know. It's my new thing. It's one I'm thinking of going shirtless. No. I know. Why do you? I just think we could have some level of professionalism when the videos go out online mm. of our show. It looks shabby. Is that what you're telling me? It looks shabby. Why? Just because I'm in a singlet. Yeah, it looks shabby. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ty. That you have to. Be, Ty's coming here. I'm sorry. You have to be part of this. This seems like an, an obvious conversation. It does actually. You've dragged Ty into this. Sorry, Ty. Ben, we'll talk about this on the car ride right of the way. Okay, okay we will okay. do. All right. Like now, every now's other married couple. Now's okay. not the time or place. Okay. Ty, good to have you in, buddy. Yeah, yeah, good to be here, boys. Now, uh, you're a road worker. Overnight you worked, so you yes. haven't had much sleep, so thank you very much for <laughs> yeah, coming in. all good. Yesterday you spent uh, eight hours, eight hours yes. being tattooed. Uh, you made a decision that uh, you wanted to tattoo Ben and myself on your body. Yes. It's on your arm. We haven't seen it we yet. We haven't seen it yet. No. You can lift off the arm. Can we see it for the first time? for the first time. Lift, lift yeah. up the arm of the T-shirt. Okay, this is the portrait of, of Ben and myself on Ty's <laughs> arm. Here you go. Holy! Wow! wow. Jeez! <laughs> Alvaro! Wow. Alvaro from Queen Street Tattoo has done an, an amazing job! Jeez! Brilliant job, eh? It's like awesome. a photo! Yeah, it's good. That is crazy! It's like a black and white photo has just yeah. been slapped on your... Is that actually a tattoo? Yeah, yeah. It is! It is. It's it's like a photo has just been glued onto your arm. Yeah, that's, that's amazing! Wow. Now, apart from the two people that feature <laughs> yeah, on your arm, yeah. are you happy with the tattoo, Ty? Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, I won't change a friend, to be honest. 
Mate, yeah. I'm so, like that's that's. I've got goosebumps. Jeez, I've got goosebumps. I'm honoured that you would. Yeah, that you would even do that. We've got like a connection for life now, haven't we? Yeah, me for sure. Gee, that's incredible. One of the boys now. <laughs> You're one of the boys yeah. now. Gee, was that's quite big. Ah, it's good. That's a, that's a perfect size, to be honest. I you have got it. quite a wrangly forehead, Jono, haven't you? <laughs> I'm going, well, that's just me. That's just me. That's just you. That's, you know, I wear singlets, apparently. <laughs> I'm shabby. And uh, apparently I've also got a, a wrinkly forehead as well. Once again, another topic I'll bring in on the way, on the way home. When we first started doing radio together, you weren't like this. But no, hey, no. You're, just, you're all casual. Maybe like I've that. let myself go. Okay? <laughs> maybe. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not trying anymore, Ty. No, that is so good. Yeah. Really Jeez, good. I'm really impressed with that. Wow. Yeah. I've lost the words. This is yeah. Ty, there we go. So what we'll do is we'll take a photo. We'll better put it on uh, Facebook and we'll put it on Instagram too. Yeah. Uh, maybe I might put a shirt on for that photo. <laughs> <bed>. <laughs> well, let's match the photo, right? Let's yeah. put that on. That's that's incredible. Well, Ty, thank you so much for doing yeah. that. No, no We're really quite no uh, blown away that someone would do this. Uh, head along and to d- uh, Johnny Ben and Sharon Facebook page, uh, also the uh, the Instagram account too, and we'll uh, we'll get that up as soon as possible. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.